The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. to cast of strong style i'm your host don de Laurente, and i'm joined by my co-host the returning mr anwar starwin what's going on anwar what's up y'all i'm back in the building but we'll see for how long yeah it's always a a, a fleeting situation here with anwar starwin he's like uh, meteors and comets you know you just have to catch him when you can exactly exactly Go build their hopes up, and then to bring them down. Uh, we ain't like that. We be honest. <laughs> so thank you, Anwar, for joining me here on Cast of Strong Style. We are a part of the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. We're also a part of the WrestleCast, and you can subscribe to the podcast through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast, dash the CSPN, or search for Cast of Strong Style. Subscribe to either feed, and the show will be in your podcast queue when we release new episodes. So, Anwar, it's been a minute since we talked. We've had um, some very interesting happenings take place in New Japan. I missed a whole junior tag league because there's just too much wrestling, and I didn't even know it was going on, and looked up and was like, the finals? What? And so, bust your upside the head, bust to the white meat. Of all people, I thought it would have been yo to bust him, bust upside the head, but you know. Yeah, so I've I've got to go back and kind of peruse and check out some of those matches because I really enjoy the junior tag league, actually. I know people, some people are just like, oh, the tag league tournaments suck, but I really like the junior one. So I was looking forward to actually trying to fit it into my schedule, but I was like, the finals? So, <laughs> wow. But uh, we, we've had some interesting happenings uh, also through New Japan as well. We had a big Tokyo Dome show. Uh, they kept the configuration of the baseball stadium. They didn't really use the traditional Tokyo Dome setup for wrestling. So it had a different feel and look to it. Um, my man Chase Owens, he's our new King of Pro Wrestling champion. He won the opening Rambo. I know that was all the likes of Anwar Star when my guest here. I'm pretty sure he was riveted and watched every second of that. Fuck no. I, I know you didn't. Uh, El Fantasmo and Taja Ishimori, they retained their uh, junior lightweight championships against uh, Rocky Romero and Taguchi, the mega coaches. Uh, fun little match, but the uh, champs retained. Uh, Robbie Eagles upset in my estimation El Desperado to become the new IWGP Junior Singles Heavyweight Champion uh, in a great match. I, I thought they told a great story in, in this match. Robbie Eagles fighting from underneath determined babyface. Uh, and what was the I thought next to the main event, the banger of the show, Jeff Cobb versus Okada. Where Okada countered into a, a roll up and got the pin over Jeff Cobb this was hard hitting and uh, Jeff Cobb definitely made a star making performance in this particular match 
Yep, Jeff Cobb's done some awesome stuff this year. Go back to see um, Shingo versus Cobb. I was kind of hoping that um, Cobb would have beat Okada and challenged Shingo, but, you know. Right. They get better, Shingo and Bushi. Sonata and Naito won the tag team titles, and then they turned around and lost the tag team titles at the Grand Slam event against the Dangerous Techers. Uh, man, Zack Sabre Jr. with one of the most heroic efforts I've seen in a long time. I think he wrestled the last 15 minutes of this match as a legal man and uh, ended up pulling it off when he countered the Destino into a European clutch and uh, got the titles back for the Dangerous Techers. This was, that, that was a fantastic effort by Zack Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I, I enjoyed that match. And then, it was long. It was long, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was long. And uh, what was supposed to be Kota Ibushi getting his rematch against Shingo, uh, well, getting a match for the title against Shingo Takagi. Uh, unfortunately, medical issues arose, and we had to have a substitute, and that substitute was Hiroshi Tanahashi. Tanahashi pushed Shingo to the limit, but Shingo was able to retain the title and, uh, you know, maybe one of the last great dome matches that Tanahashi's going to have in his career. If this was going to be the final one, he definitely left a memory uh, in everybody's mind because this was a great match. It was a great great match and, like, Tanahashi coming off the bench, taking over from Abushi, and you know, even though most of us knew Tana wasn't going to win, a lot of people probably were like, yo, that spot where he hit the coma girl, yeah, he then did the like high fly flow. Shit, man. That definitely had a lot of people like, oh, maybe he might do it. But you know, it was, it was an awesome match. Definitely one of my favorite matches of this year. Um, Shingo suggested they have a third match. He also said that he would give Kota Ibushi his title shot when he got recovered. And that's when your boy, Evil Dick Togo, when the boys showed up on the video. But it was just a setup that led to them attacking Shingo Takagi. And, and Evil has announced himself as the next challenger. Mm, I was like, I liked what they did as far as setting that up. But I was like, man, here we go fucking evil again, you know? I love evil, but I don't love this version of evil. Um, some notable um, happenings. Uh, Yuramura had his farewell match before going on excursion against Okada. Uh, unfortunately, Yuramura fell victim to the money clip. And then after the match, Okada helped him up only to hit him with a drop kick as a going away present. I was like, hmm, that's the first time I've ever seen Okada as like, you know what? He might be able to pull off a heel character a little bit. That was done for a reason. Do you have more to that they, they don't they don't do that type of stuff. Yeah, you're right. So that was done for a reason. You're right. You have to wait on that. It may be years, but you it's like, I feel all these people that did this, did, like, had fun with, like, Yuramura and Suji as young lions, they're going to they, they get that get back. 
uh, Suji Hiroso Naito in his um, uh, ex- uh, final match, farewell match. Uh, it was cool because Naito made it a big deal. He came out in the big match whites. Uh, so that was real cool for Suji. Um, unfortunately, uh, Suji did not win as uh, he succumbed to the submission from Naito. But Naito's goodbye was much nicer than Okada's. Oh, for real? Yeah. Yeah, he actually, like, wished him good luck or whatever. Got on the mic and talked to him. That's nice. <laughs> um, your man Yoshihashi just don't want to give up these titles, man. Yoshihashi, Ishii, and Goto, they retained the six-man tag team never open weight championships against the Dangerous Techers and Minoru Suzuki in a hell of a match. I, I really enjoyed that. It's good to see Minoru Suzuki back in the mix. You know the team that should, take, should beat him? Excuse me? You know the team that who should beat them? I can tell you who it is, but no. do you know who, who should beat them? <sighs> Tenzan and Nagata and them? No, it should be the United Empire. Hanare, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hanare, and Cobb, they should yeah. beat them. Yeah, 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 you're right. Because it would the, the same thing that this is doing for Yoshihashi, it would do the same thing for Hanare. Yep. Good call on that. Good call on that. Mm-hmm. Then New Japan made their way over to the United States this past weekend. Uh, they came to LA for the resurgence card. Now, I'm not going to talk about the undercard. Uh, is there anything you'd like <laughs> to say about those multi man matches? I mean, it was good to see Darren Young. I mean, I've never really been a big Darren Young fan. But just to see him back wrestling and looks like he's having fun. So that was cool to see Leo Rush out here, uh, you know, filling in these last dates of his because I thought he had retired. That was the rumor. But New Japan was he like, not so fast, my friend. He's the, he said he was going to honor his dates. Yeah, okay. So he's getting the, he got those out the way. Um, TJP, he was there. Clark Connors, he was there. Alex Coughlin, he was there. Um, so, you know, the usual cast of New Japan Strong characters, uh, Tom Lawler, he was out there. Um, that 10-man tag match was crazy. Uh, yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, I think, like, no, I think the the match before that was, Nor- like, Ren Narita and, like, Darren Young got this little kind of, like, they got some shit going on, I can tell. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, heard, I heard about it. But I saw it, so I was like, ooh, they got, they got, you like, this is my house, and you're like, man, fuck out of here. Yeah, 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 you could definitely, I was like, damn, Darren Young being a dick to Red Narita, but, you yeah, know, yeah definitely. Well, look who we were hanging out with, though. <laughs> this is true. So, we'll start with what I thought was just an absolute banger. Moose versus Tamahiro Ishii. Ishii swats away at a ripcord lariat, hitting an enziguri instead and a sliding lariat for a near fall. The vertical sheer drop brain buster from uh, Ishii to Moose gets the win for Ishii. Man, this was a good match. Moose looks incredible now. I, I saw him like two or three years ago when he first started and he still looked like a offensive lineman. But now he looks like a wrestler. He looked like a black Lex Luger to me, man. He is ripped yeah, up. Man, he put- he put in the time in the gym and did the nutrition thing that he needed to do. Like, getting that weight off has increased, like, improved his athleticism and whatnot. And, you know, 
I like the structure of the match. It's like, like, Ishii was having problems with him early, and he had to build to the point where he could break him down and beat him in the end. It was not easy, and I like, you know, it was a really good match. I didn't know what to expect with that match. I was just like, just I was hoping it'd be good. It, it happened to be one of the better matches on the card. So yeah, man, I really dug that shit, that match. Then Will Osprey music hits. That caught everybody off guard. Yeah, I didn't know he was going to be there. <laughs> Uh, the LA check the crowd. He's actually here. The LA crowd they chanted for him as Osprey revealed that he was medically cleared. He said that he wouldn't be in the G1 because he's not going back to Japan. He's a little sour because he needed four months off for his broken neck and he got stripped of the title. He says, you know, brings up John Moxley and the IWGP United States title and how it didn't get defended for 18 months, but Moxley never got stripped. Uh, Osprey. Brought out the IWGP World Heavyweight title, calling himself the real world's champion. Osprey then said he'd work New Japan strong instead of going back to New Japan proper. Clark Connors and Carl Fredericks come out to confront Osprey as did TJP before Osprey did the chicken thing of lashing out and running away. Yeah, but you didn't point out the fact that he was putting no respect on the L.A. Dojo that caused him to come out and want to put hands on him. Yeah, he was uh, giving Shibata a whole bunch of grief, and that's definitely not what you want to do because those kids will fight for Shibata for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. Super healing it up promo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's doing it. I mean, that's the character he's running with, And I like how they set that up. Basically, like, dog, I don't need to be in the fucking G1. I never lost the championship. I, like, I guess they may be going with that two-night trick again where, like, Will versus whoever is champion, and it would be to, like, crown, like, the um the real champion, and then I guess you would have the next night the G1 winner. I don't know how they would do that, but mm-hmm. that's what it seems like. Man, I don't know about this G one dude. Like, it's too many, too many heavy hitters. And like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't want me in it. Because yeah, no, no, no juice, no Finley, no, no, no Switchblade, no Osprey. Shit. Yeah, man. They they be like, man, we we're a little bit. Unless we're going to fly to Mexico first, we can't fly directly in and out of places. We gotta there go you got to sit around for two weeks? Yeah, tomorrow. we got to go somewhere and sit around for two weeks before we can go anywhere else. So that's a deterrent for a lot of people right now. Um, plus, the time of the year being the time of the year it is is weird for people because they usually aren't trying to be booked up for New Japan at this point, usually this is around the time people start getting ready to go home for their summer because, you know, if you're not in the tag league, you basically get the month of December off before, um, you know, the Tokyo shows, dome shows hit pretty much. So, you know, I just think that, yeah, it's a weird timing for people. And if you have doing anything outside of New Japan, it's hard for you to get back. Yeah, man. Yeah, you 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 can get like, man, it's just rough. <laughs> <laughs> the Good Brothers, they took on John Moxley and a special partner to be determined later. Uh, that was Yuji Nagata. 
I think it was supposed to be Shuta Aminu, but he couldn't get a direct flight in, like we just talked about, from uh, Europe. So, unfortunately... More than just that. That might be, like, cover, but... I heard that he ain't doing too. He ain't did too good or look too good in some of the Murphy shows. So what? Come on, shooter. Yeah, man. He looking like he was. He was not. He was having. He he put on some weight, bro. Oh, word. He put on some weight and heard he he ain't look that that good. Over in Red Pro, ask Terry boy. He be up on Red Pro, so he can give you a better answer on that shit. So. Okay, yeah, I'll definitely maybe shoot him a, a line uh, in the next couple of days and just kind of see what the deal is with that. But John Mosley gets laid out with the Magic Killer on the floor into a chair, and it's only a matter of time from there. Eugene Nagata defends uh, the defends himself with kicks, but he's eventually overwhelmed as a gun stun from Carl Anderson leads to the Magic Killer, and the Good Brothers get the win. Uh, after the match, the Good Brothers get on the mic. They talk their trash, and then they get interrupted by the Gorillas of Destiny. So Tamatanga is in full effect because he didn't grew the beard back. Uh, he was like, "Hey, we heard y'all was talking. Y'all, what y'all got to say now? We here." And uh, yeah, he was like, uh, "Smack me, slap me, come on, do something." And uh, yeah, the Good Brothers was like, "No, nah, we good." And just, you know, gave the money sign like, "Hey, we gonna wait for a bigger show," and slid on out the ring. Right? Okay. Um, I'm gonna hold my opinion on this. Like, I, I, I it's just, I'm, mm, I'm gonna hold my opinion on this after until after we get through like um, Jay versus Finley. Okay. Well. Jay versus Finn, uh, David Finley versus Jay White for the Never Openweight Championship. Uh, David Finley countered the Blade Runner into a stunner. A series of half and half suplexes from Finley lead to an acid drop, which Jay White countered into the Blade Runner, and Jay White retained the Never Openweight title. Did you peep out um, David Finley was like, like the heel in the match? Did you peep that? Yeah, yeah, because the people really were up for Jay White. You're right. It's more than just that. It's like Finley says some shit on 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 like um one of the Observer shows, and he was talking about oh I don't like the like the Japanese style, and I favor the Western style. They talk about like dream matches and shit with people in NXT or WWE. Oh, word. He, was, yeah. he didn't respect the people who was giving him a chance. Yep, and like, yep, yep, yep. Plus, then you add in the fact that he ain't, he ain't going over for G1. So, you know, fans let him know they ain't fucking appreciate that shit. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that's not good, man, considering that your dad was employed by that company for a long time and you ain't even sniff a chance at that company at all, but you're I, there trying to, you know. I think, like, I think, um, the, the writer was on the wall when, when, um, when his dad went on that podcast with, um, JBL and another dude and talked about, like, how 
maybe him and even um, Jay will look at probably take looking opportunities or whatever. Because it's like they just might. It's this not a good time. Because I think you talked about how right when they were about to both come back, they were blocked from going home because they had COVID or something. So. Mm-hmm. So all that shit will leave a sour taste in your mouth. Uh, after the match, Ishii came down to the ring. He issued a challenge for the Never Openweight title. But Jay White pointed out he's already beaten Ishii this year. And Ishii slumps his shoulders and just walks away. Facts are the facts. But I like how he took the way the mic when Jay was trying to talk some more. He's like, yeah, I ain't trying to know your bullshit. <laughs> now, okay. They were some like really big angles in this, this show. But the commonality between the angles is that door is open. And you're going to start seeing motherfuckers come through that door on the other side. What do you think about the door being opened right now? What are your... Uh... When the good brothers did that shit, where they ran out, kind of ran away, mm-hmm. that is all tied into that, to my opinion. And also what Jay said in his promo, don't matter what ring, where it is, I am the baddest motherfucker out here. Mm. Don't be surprised if you see Jay and the gorillas come through with Hikaleo at some point. And come there and just fuck up the lead. Don't be surprised, bro. Man. And, and I think they saving fucking Moxley and Tanahashi for the dome. Uh, I think they're trying to do that. I think they're trying to do that because they announced Tanahashi versus um Bushi at one of those Met Life shows. I think. Um, There's a lot of stuff going on, man. A lot of stuff. What are your thoughts about the Forbidden Door itself? Um, Do you like the way it's been handled? Um, Man, man, we're in survival mode. Japan and all these other companies need to do what they need to do to survive. And if you got to work with somebody to achieve that goal, fuck it, then do it. This is not the same world where, like, man, this pandemic has just changed everything. You got to just do whatever you need to do to survive and keep the money train flowing. Because a lot of people in that, I've heard in that company had to take pay cuts to, like, make sure that the rest of us keep getting paid. So, you know, got to keep the money train going or people are going to start losing jobs. So, nah, man, like, got to do what you got to do, man. Work, 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 work with each other, man. Right, right. We're with each other, and then maybe, just maybe, we could get to that point where it's MSG again, and not only in this time, it's it's AEW, it's probably Impact, maybe ROH in New Japan, in MSG. That shit, if if they if they could get full capacity, that probably will sell out. Mm-hmm. That would probably sell out. And you could do a lot of different stuff on a card that big. So, you know. Different world. You got to adjust to the world. You can't just be stagnant in your thinking. 
You just gotta do whatever it takes. But man, it's 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 kind of, it's more fun now, where anything is kind of on the table for the most part. And I know they're not if they're they they they're not like people in the Fed see this shit and be like, man, if they really really love wrestling, you you could move and do a lot of different stuff now if you're not in that company. Mm-hmm. But if you're comfortable in that company, God bless you. I understand you get to pay a lot of money. You you work a style that doesn't really destroy your body. I get it. I understand it because at the end of the day, this is the business of business, and you need to make as much money as you can while you can, because your body can only take so many bumps. This is a thing you wrestling fans don't understand or try to like play dumb about. These people are out there. Like brutalizing and destroying their bodies. Like, you only can do that for so long. So, yeah. And as far as Ishii, I mean, him and Jay got that thing going back to when, like, uh, at the, at the, uh, that G1 when Ishii just blocked him from winning the block. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Jay got him back eventually. I mean, after, like, he beat, he pinned Jay again at New Year's Dash after he lost to Bushi. So, I mean, Jay got his win back, but he kind of being, being a shook one about Ishii. So, I get it. I get it. You don't, you don't want to find a fight the stone stone football. football. I get it. Now, as far as, like, the door opening, like, how would you react if at some point just ran, like, for a pay-per-view or something? Like, you know, Okada come say... Come say it's hello to his old friend Kenny. Yeah, I don't know if they could recreate that magic one more time, but it would definitely get the people talking. I don't think I don't know if they could either because it's been years. But once you have chemistry with somebody, that don't really go away. Yeah, that's true. Because I mean, Steamboat and Flair wrestled in. 78 and 79 just as good or better and then they wrestled better in 88 and 89 so mm-hmm. yeah yeah so that's true chemistry does is a good thing um well let's talk about this main event and then we'll you know tie up some loose ends as far as new japan goes and some more of this forbidden door stuff uh tanahashi took on Lance Archer for Lance Archer's newly won IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. Um, Archer tries for the superplex, but it gets fought, fought off by Tanahashi. He knocks Archer down to hit the aces high cross body. From there, Tanahashi goes back up top for the high fly flow to the back. Then he rolled Lance Archer over for another high fly flow proper, and that's enough to lead to a new IWGP United States Heavyweight Champion. And his name is Hiromu Tanahashi. Hiromu Tanahashi? Excuse me. Yes, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Excuse me. Tank. Tank. Sorry. That's that's your ship, nah? Yeah, man. That's my tank for today. That's your ship. Okay. All right. um, So, go ahead. Keep going. No, no, no. I was just going to say another good match by Tanahashi. You know, he... Tanahashi, yeah, Tanahashi, the ace. You're delivering when you need him to, like... Yeah. What I like, what I liked about this match, it was a match that was designed around making like Archer is this badass motherfucker, who like he was fucking awesome in this match as a monster heel, and 
he had a lot of the offense, but it's just like Ace picked his spots and was able to pull it out late, you know. Selling can get selling can do a lot for matches, you know. People, if you're working at selling, it's really important. And you know, it was an awesome main event, and it, it was a nice close to a really cool show. It was great to see, um, see and hear the fans at a New Japan show because it's been. We hear the fans of the New Japan show, but it ain't like how it was in America, where you could actually chant and clap, and it just it was it just gave some life to the show. Where it, that's it, 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 it's missing in Japan. Definitely, for sure, that energy that those fans bring with the chants and the claps and everything like that uh, definitely leaves a lot to be desired. Um, right now so yeah it was good to have that just over the top atmosphere back for a New Japan uh, uh, show I thought this was a very solid show I thought the undercard was a little long but once the main show got going this was really good I enjoyed this a lot yeah I did I definitely did I really enjoyed Carl Frederick versus Alex, Alex Coughlin mm-hmm that was a really good opener match, yeah. So it was, it was it was it was a really enjoyable show. I was like really hyped to watch it and just to see see and hear fans. It gave a, a different vibe. So it's like hope they hope the fans in other locations in like the USA bring that same energy to the like the wrestlers because I know they probably appreciate it after so long. And what also thing I really liked about the end of the resurgence like show is like. The like the back and forth between um Tanahashi and and, and, and um Lance. That was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really real. I also like during the show, um, your more and um Shibata's exchange. That was really cool too. And you're you're more speaking to like the fans in English. Yeah, anytime Shibata shows up on my television, it's a good day. Yeah, man. Shibata's awesome. He's yeah, he's awesome. the man. Uh, just always regret that, you know. But hey, through the med- the miracle of modern medicine, and maybe in two or three more years, Shibata will be the next person that was supposed to never be able to wrestle again that can come back. Maybe, 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 maybe. Uh, Hiromu is out here trying to get this match with Robbie Eagles, talking to the belt. <laughs> his belt don't recognize him. <laughs> uh, who are you? I don't know you. <laughs> so that's been fun. Uh, some interactions going on. I did see that, even though I haven't got a chance to watch much of uh, any of the Junior Tag League yet. But I did see those um, promos and interactions. Um, Robbie thought- Eagles, man, very interesting choice for Junior Heavyweight Champion at this point in time. Yeah, but I like. They, I mean, they were kind of setting up Robbie to do this in the past, but you know, lockdown just it's, that virus is uh, fucked up so many different plans in a lot of different people's lives. Right. So, kind of messed up because they were setting something up between Haramu and uh, Robbie before it, before this shit hit. So, you know. All right, man. Well, at this point, I'm going to turn it over to you for your shout-outs and thank yous. Shout-out to Mademoiselle. Shout-out to Juba Jules, who has a birthday coming up. So, if you want to, like, 
say happy birthday or whatever, you know. It's in a couple of days. Um shout out to what sleep girl who needs more sleep. So let's just hope she gets more sleep. She feels awesome. Um shout out to Terry's boy, Mr. Um our Mike Mike today. <laughs> uh shout out to like everybody else in the in the like um the fam and shout out to like Jake and Jake gonna get shout outs. That's just how it goes. <laughs> Well, shout out to Mr. Anwar Starwin for joining me here on this edition of Cast of Strong Styles. Get to chop it up with him again. You can also check us out on the Dark Match, the pre-show conversation that we had that can only be found on the Patreon page. That's at patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Shout out to Mo to the underscore Reese and Miss Simi and Miss J to the Max and Miss Didi Jonay and uh, all the guys over on the Comic Book Chronicles who help make up the CSPN. We definitely appreciate all their efforts and hard work each and every week to help these shows flourish on the network. Uh, thank you to all the Wrestle Bays and all the members of the Glow, everybody who uses the hashtags each and every week, and also everybody who shows up to share their commentary with color inside the Twitter spaces and the live tweets greatly appreciate it continue to share your commentary with color with us so for my co-host mr anwar starwin i'm your host don delorente and this has been cast of strong style cast of strong style